everybody and welcome to another episode of Too Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies that we have not seen based on nothing but their weird descriptions. I'm Bradley. And I'm Albert. And today we're kicking things off with mutants. Now I want to point out, we've done an episode they... about mutant. I think we made new mutant jokes then. Well, that's fine. And then we made fun of old mutants for a while. Mutant actually got covered by Rift Tracks, by the way, Tony. But this is a different I'm not movie. Tony, sir. <gasps> Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I really am. <laughs> uh, Brantley, <laughs> Tony's the other guy I do a podcast with. Yes. Check out our Bad Ideas show. Um, but I, this is a different, completely separate property from 2008. It starts off like this. The greedy Braylon owns the Just Right Sugar Company. Okay. Last night I was went into my aunt's house to get uh, dad dinner with him. And on the TV was a commercial was like, Big Sugar's been ruining Florida, <laughs> which made me laugh, <laughs> and this makes me laugh more because of that. Anyways, I'm going to need you to report that. What's it, what's it called? Oh, no, we can continue it, because this guy has, I mean, his sugar company is probably pretty evil. I mean, just right, R-I-T, like burial rights or okay. summoning rights. So maybe the commercial's trying to tell you, Big Sugar's ruining Florida. No, no, it's not the health thing. You don't understand. They're summoning demons, guys. <laughs> Big sugar, sugar demons and league with Satan, please, somebody, won't you believe me? <laughs> and has hired the unethical scientist Sergey. Not Sergey. <laughs> he has no ethics. <laughs> he trained. That was his subminer. You know, he had a. He majored in science and had his minor in no ethics, yeah. unethical studies. Immorality. What would that be? Immorality. <laughs> I'm a a science major, but I'm minoring in immorality, dear. (laughs) (laughs) So he enlists Sergei to conduct an experiment to make an addictive sugar stronger than heroin or nicotine to increase his sales. Which, considering the amount of sugar we consume, I don't know that that's not already the case. I mean, I think it's more to get him people just buy his sugar. Oh, his sugar specifically. Yeah, no no other company will give you that, 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 that buzz, that feel. Ooh, we'll make you feel alive. Just right, sugar. It makes you just right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Sergey uses invisible people as test subjects. They'll never find the bodies. <laughs> man, Sergey, what you got going on, man? <laughs> okay. I, they go on to clarify that they're talking about beggars, addicted junkies, and illegals. Okay. But in my mind... <laughs> I, yeah. All of these beggars, junkies, and illegal people are also <laughs> invisible, literally. I know that that's actually a term used to refer to those demographics, but your phrasing is important, people. <laughs> I just, I love the, you know, the the kind of honesty of beggars who are invisible and still beg instead of robbing. <laughs> I may be able to go whatever bank I want to, but that's not how my mother raised me. Is that a floating will work for food sign? Can I have $5? I would really like a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> or they scare people and hope they drop coins. <laughs> Boom! Man, everybody just keep their wallet inside. <laughs> Frank, maybe try just taking their their wallets. No, no, this will work one day, Jim. Do I look like Sergey to you? I don't know what you look like. We're both invisible. I haven't seen you ever. <laughs> Sometimes I talk to you, it turns out you're not even there. <laughs> the problems of being invisible. <laughs> I never thought about it. I never thought about the hazards of having invisible friends. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would just imagine we're working at a soup kitchen where half the invisible dude or half the homeless people are invisible. So you just have like dirty coats just sitting there, just lifting spoons and stuff. It's like so weird. <laughs> but I can't say anything because then I'm kind of a jerk. The soup's like sloshing around in their stomachs because it hasn't been re- dissolved yet. Because yeah, it's it invisible had the, man rules. Yeah, the half an hour. Yes. Man, that guy's life. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the sad thing about being an invisible beggar is, like, the only way you can be seen is to eat something, and then once you've eaten something, people are like, well, you don't need my money. You clearly have food in that stomach, mm-hmm. so... It's like a catch-22, really. You just can't... You can't escape. Anyway, he's doing those experiments in the clandestine Shadow Rock Mill. When Braylon's men mistakenly kidnap Ryan, who is the brother of his secretary, Aaron... <laughs> who was either a beggy, a junkie, or what was the other one? <laughs> or uh, a beggar, illegal. not a beggy. A beggar, addicted junkie, or an illegal. But he might be that last one. But so uh, Braylon, his guys kidnap the brother of Braylon's secretary. Yes, and the son of his security chief Griff. What kind of people is he hiring? Like. The secretary and the no, it's where they still look like on. either homeless people or junkies. Is he just hiring junkies? If so, get those people medical help, dude. I get that you're kind of a shady business dude, but take care of your employees. What is that? Why they're? I mean, they're they're doing the experiments on the junkies. I, yeah, they're taking them. Right. I mean, I'm assuming they're not just like experimenting and then releasing to see what happens in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a catch and release program. Well, what are they gonna if if you if a junkie like some guys took me and experimented on me, man? Also, you wait, hang help. on. If you're testing it. Addiction, why are you using a junkie? They're already addicted to something. How do you know it's what you're trying to use? Sergey doesn't have any ethics. He doesn't need to tell Braylon that. <laughs> he just likes messing with people and just like, <laughs> I just, they, they, clearly they're having signs of addiction. I'm going to heroin and make sure it's perfect for you, sir. Inject him with more chemicals. <laughs> anyway, they, they kidnap Ryan, and Hannah, the youngster, becomes an important non-contaminated subject? There's also the more fun, where this is just a universe where some people are just born invisible. (laughs) And so they kidnap him and just, like, there's literally no way to tell if they're related to somebody (laughs) by looking at them, because it's like, I don't know what his face looks like. Like, usually, well, but usually being invisible causes you to become a beggar or a junkie, because because people are like, I mean, you know, people are just inherently not trusting if you can just walk around naked and steal stuff. Yeah, but this guy, like, had a very loving family. And there's just, like, a hyper-paranoid world. (laughs) Man, the war. Uh, this is I. This is an amazing fiction we're spinning right here, Brantley, around this very dumb story. There's also, as I mentioned, the youngster Hannah, uh, who becomes an important non-contaminated subject. I guess everybody else is addicted. I, she's the control, I guess. Yeah. Normally, you have more than one, but all right. Sergey, not big on that whole <laughs> ethics or science. Rigor. He's not big on rigor. However. Aaron receives some mysterious emails from the unknown Cinderella. Cinderella, Cinderella. With a picture of Ryan. What does it look like? <laughs> it's an x-ray. <laughs> it's like a landscape. Here's a picture. Here's what he looks like. Great. <laughs> Thanks. We're inside the piano. That's a series of unfortunate events reference. With a, with a picture of Ryan and a hint that he might be in Shadow Rock. And together with her father, oh, Aaron's father? So she's married to Griff, or at least had sex with him. Who's Griff? Griff is the security chief, who's the father oh, of right, right, Ryan. right, right. I think. 
This is a little bit confusingly worded. And we, we went off a few tangents about a world where half the population is just ha- magically invisible. <laughs> oh, which I do not regret. Um, <laughs> that he might be in Shadow Rock, and together with her father, they decide to seek out Ryan. So it's just like a rescue mission for this guy that accidentally got kidnapped. Really, the... the, the also, there's like a shady business deal and addictive sugar going on. It's a weird... It, this is a weird movie, apparently. It's a very on-brand for us, well, I would say. It, it's like... It clearly has a message. Like, the dudes... Again, it's kind of... Like, the, the dude, uh, evil business guy, I can't remember. Jeff the Bridges? only name I remember is uh, Seagrin. Um, Braylon. Braylon, that guy. His goal, morally ambiguous at best, but not technically illegal. Is it Sergey not to make the, just illegal, like, addictive substances and put them out of the market? Coca-Cola. I don't think that's addictive, but... I mean, caffeine's addictive. Yeah, there you go. Sergey, on the other hand... By definition, no ethics, super legal. <laughs> yes. But meanwhile, there's, I don't understand. This it's a rescue mission. Okay, I can break it down. For, are, you, are you really trying to understand here? Yes. What happens is, I can't remember my hand Sergei needs test subjects, all right? He's been kidnapping beggars and junkies and illegals, all right? And the, as his goon squad goes out to do that, to collect more yeah, people, they, take- they accidentally kidnap Ryan. Ryan's not... Some low-down beggar, okay? Right. So we could care about him, because he's not poor, all right? Oh, was he, like, a good guy who was, like, helping out the soup kitchen, then was, like, helping some homeless dude? Like, yeah, and he, like, gave him his just, shirt, like, he and he started like, looking like, home- he just got dirty in the process. Right, and they're like, oh, homeless dude. And they grabbed him, and then his mom's like, Ryan, where are you at? And she gets, like, an email that points her towards Sugar Mill. By or, Cinderella. By Cinderella, yes. I don't know why... That I've got no idea about that. It's like a code name or something. Somebody from the inside. Um, and there's also a girl named Hannah who's the control group. Anyway, they're trying to break him out, and they're going to find out and bust this whole sugar thing wide open. That's what's happening in the movie, apparently. This movie's dumb. Yep. That's not cor- incorrect. <laughs> but we're going to move on. Cool. To Zindi the Swamp Boy from 1973. Okay. This is one I found on the Rift so Track site, by the way. Louisiana. Uh, actually, he lives in Florida, I oh, believe. Oh, that makes sense. Um, I, I'm I'm reading this one almost exclusively so I can eventually watch is, the riff tracks of this. Is this like the 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 red movie interpretation of Pensacola? Oh, I don't think so. I think it's more southern southern Florida. Okay. To those of you who don't haven't seen Red, there's a bit. Pensacola is a fairly modern city. Yeah, yeah. I'd say not. It's not like New York, but you know, there's you know two malls. It's and not a, like New York. Okay, okay it's not even it's, close. It's it's not. But it great. is a city. But in the movie Red, there's a bit where they go after Marvin, and it says Pensacola, and it's like the middle of the Everglades. Which we don't really have. No. Like, there's... Pensacola's on the beach. Yeah. It's hot and muggy and, like, just sort of humdrum city. It's not... (laughs) There's no swamp, really. Anyway. um, Zindy and his grandfather live in the swamp because Gramps (laughs) killed a mobster, and he's wanted by the law. (laughs) Are you okay? <laughs> Go continue. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I need more movie to just okay, absorb okay. this all. Zindi's parents are also dead. <laughs> it makes sense. The mob was probably pissed. His only friends are a chimpanzee <laughs> and a pet tarantula. <laughs> the review, by the way, or the, the description points out the chimpanzees are not native to Florida. <laughs> I mean, plenty of people have those pets, and we do have the highest level of Invasive species end up anywhere on the planet, so continue. His main foil is a hungry puma. 
or Puma? How do you say that? Puma. Puma? Okay. Or if you prefer Mountain Lion or Cougar. I prefer Cougars. I'm sure you do. (laughs) After endless scenes of walking around the glades and paddling (laughs) through the swamp, Zindi's grandfather dies a horrible death in quicksand, and Zindi is mauled to death by the Puma. So we don't really have Pumas around here, but we certainly don't have quicksand. There is, however, Florida Panthers. I'll give them that one. They're super rare. That's the end of the movie. That's, that's the end of the movie? He gets mauled to death by the puma. What else would there be? It's Zindi <laughs> the Swamp Boy, and he just dies at the end. His grips? I don't... This is so confusing. I, I was picturing he would come back as like an angry swamp ghost. That sounds amazing. That's Man-Thing and Swamp-Thing. <laughs> is, is Man-Thing a swampy guy, too? Yes. Okay. I haven't seen Man-Thing. You I really want a Swamp-Thing... Good movie. I think they had him in, like, Justice League Dark, the animated movie, and I'm not interested in that. And then they've got, like, a DC all-access, like, exclusive TV show that I'm probably not going to pay for. So. Um, Man-Thing is sometimes part of the Howling Commandos and whatever that's made out of monsters. Mm-hmm. And he was on, the, the like, three episodes of the Spectacular Spider-Man that was dealing with them, their Halloween episodes. So you had... <laughs> You had uh, Werewolf by Night, who was one of my favorite Marvel characters because he's a werewolf. You had uh, you had Blade on there because vampires. Right, right. You had uh, some Egyptian name, The Living Mummy. You had Morbius, The Living Vampire. <laughs> and you had Frankenstein monsters, and you had Man-Thing. And Man-Thing gives Spider-Man a hug, and Spider-Man's like freaked out because it's a giant swamp monster. Right. And Frankenstein's like, he likes you. How do you know? You would have melted otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him hug people. <laughs> So, I guess that was a, a quick look at Zindi the Swamp Boy. I don't know where to go with that. It's like I, the setup is and the, like the setup is interesting. Where it's like this guy has to take his family on the run, but that's like as a like road well, trip movie that could be interesting. It seems like kind of a it could be a cutesy kids movie, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe it's sort of got intentions on that. But he it's like just, the late 90s, but the focus on the kid, like, you know, there's, like when as an adult, you know there's, like, super sketchy stuff going on in the background, but the focus is still on the kid the whole time. Right, right. And he's, like, hanging out with his grandpa. He's a cool dude. Like, there's a chimp there. Maybe killed the mobster that killed their parents, and that's sort of, like, backstory, but it's not, like, part of the main story. And they're just hanging out in the swamp. And then it just takes this giant left turn, and Zindy's, like, Zindy's dead. Gramps is dead. End of movie. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Every name character, every important character in this movie is dead. Yeah. Except maybe the, like, two cops that are probably chasing after looking for Grandpa. <laughs> they and find, they probably die in the song so- too. hat sitting on top of the quicksand. <sighs> Next up, we have Something in the Dark. But the light's on. From 2018. Ooh. This year. Or coming up, possibly. I don't remember where I got this one from, so I'm not, I don't have IMDb open right now. By the way, have I haven't seen it. A supernatural thriller, Something in the Dark, is about a mysterious eyewear that allows a blind woman to see ghosts. Okay. Just ghosts. That's it. She can't see, but she can see ghosts. <laughs> she puts on... She's, <laughs> I'm blind. I guess I'll put on this mysterious eyewear for some reason. I mean, she gets a seeing eye ghost. <laughs> She's like, no, 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 there's a wall right here. I know you can't see it, but right where my hand is, right here, wall. Two steps to the right. There I don't want to walk through you, though. Two, two steps to the right, please. <laughs> She's very awkward about walking through this thing. I mean, it'd be weird. Oh, okay. So, it's not just ghosts, Brentley. Because the next episode says... so much more fun. Is it? 
Since they let her see real people as well, she is unable to distinguish between the living and the dead. So she can just see people? She... <laughs> I know that in reality she probably just can just see and ghost are there and they just look normal to her. Yeah, yeah. It's not even like the I can see dead people thing. They're just like walking around. To, like to, as they were in life. Not like with like big holes inside of their shadow or anything. They just look like people. Right. She's the, she's the one person that bridges the gap in invisible people world. <laughs> where she can see all everybody. She soon glimpses death itself stalking her and must discover why it has come for her. Lady, go to a different optometrist. Please. Because you can cheat. If you can figure out oh, if you can who's see- alive or dead. Well, she can't figure it out, though. She I just, mean, just by looking, dead. she can probably talk to them. I guess she could. If she can't, then that's just weird. Like, it's not bad, it's just odd, like an odd choice. This seems like... Although I don't know how she would hear them without, like, a hearing aid. <laughs> she has to hang out with the deaf... Like, deaf guy with a hearing aid? It's like, white, it's like a weird, like, off-branch <laughs> of white noise. Uh, there's also defula. I was, we did the blind the dead blind thing, dead, yeah. and I was—I really regret not doing a blind dead meat defula joke. <laughs> I mean, when did we do defula? That was a while ago. That was a couple of a couple of recording sessions back. We record about three at a time, so that's not that uncommon that we would have, I guess, missed from several months ago. But yeah. I, it was—I remembered it later. Next up, we have Cruel Jaws from 1995. I mostly like this one. Because of the name, like they they've made Jaws, and we're like, we want to rip it off. Okay, here's our spin. It's Jaws, but the shark is mean. A tiger shark bred by the Navy as a killing machine is wreaking havoc in the sleepy tourist town of Hampton Bay. Ring any bells? It's Jaws right now, so I can't tell. <laughs> Days before the annual regatta celebration, the townspeople are faced with financial ruin if something isn't done about the newfound shark problem. Like I said, it's still just Jaws, so I can't tell. (laughs) If that wasn't enough, the owners of the local amusement park have been subject to a hostile takeover from a prospective businessman looking to cash in on their prized property. Ah, see, 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 another name for a cruel businessman is a shark. And he's the cruel one. And then also there's an actual shark. (laughs) Metaphors. (laughs) It's up to the sheriff, the park's owner, and a shark expert to head out and destroy the killing fish. Again, I can't tell if I've seen this because it's just Jaws. This is cruel Jaws, really. True. There's no Quint. Instead, it's a dude who has a park. (laughs) The theme goes something like, (laughs) Dun 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 dun. It's like that um vanilla ice and pressure controversy is like no they're dun 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 dun. I'm dun 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 dun. Um, but to destroy the killing fish before the summer economy is slashed and the park is left for the bulldozer. Who cares about the park? The owner. Okay. And the people who work there? It seems... And it's probably a big jump boost to the uh, economy, even though it's not doing great? I don't want to... Listen. The fate of a local park, in my mind, does not high stakes now, is it, make is it, is it a park in or a, a Jaws theme park? Is that picture like a theme park? Like well, it's SeaWorld or something. Okay, so in my mind, it's like a... It's like Sam's Fun City. Now, okay. this is a reference that only local people to Florida will get. But it's like... A rinky-dink local theme park okay. where they have a 
roller coaster in quotes. That's Bump- and bumper cars. And bumper, yeah, and like a track that you can drive go karts around. And two tilt a whirls for some reason. Is that what they have at Sam's Fun City? I they have like a tilt a whirl, and then another one that doesn't have like the little pods, but it's the same thing. Listen, they had, they had to take what they could get from the <laughs> carny that was scabbing them off the back of the truck as the fair was leaving town. But that's that's what's in my mind, and that does not strike me as something that I'm like super worried about going away. In the event of a shark attack. I'm rooting for the shark in this movie. So, have you ever played Jaws Unleashed? I don't think so. It's a PlayStation 2 game and, like, I think a GameCube game where you play as the shark. You've, you are the shark. We talked about this before, but I'm fascinated by there it. There is a part Continue. where there's a whole level where you get captured and you get put in SeaWorld. Now, mind you, you're a giant freaking gray white shark that's basically like a tiny megalodon because it's a Jaws shark. Right, right, right. And you break out of SeaWorld... By smashing, they have like the shark walk tube. You smash that, and then you ride through it as the water rushes through. And then you have a boss battle with an orca whale. <laughs> and at the end of that, he flings it up in the air. You jump up, you grab it, and you rip it in half and fling the two pieces into the stands and escape into the ocean. So you're saying this is the greatest video game of all time? Yes. Okay. At one point, you fight a giant squid on an oil rig, because Jaws in that game is basically an eco-terrorist. Like, okay. There's some people like dumping oil oil drums into the ocean. You grab those and throw it back at them. I love it. It's a great and terrible game. Is it of like possibly ported to PC at any point? Yeah, it's there's there's yeah there's ROMs and the like. Okay, we might have to do a let's play of that at some point. We also did not spend any time talking about this. Is not Jaws, Brantley? Obviously not, because at the beginning of the movie we established that this is a tiger shark that was killed trained by the Navy. Oh yeah, the as Navy's a killing in this machine. Movie. It's like Sharktopus. You have this animal, which is designed perfectly by nature or God, whatever you believe, to kill and eat in the water. That's all it does. That's all it's good for. Tiger sharks especially, they do it before they're born. They eat each other in the womb. Right, right. But no, we have to have the excuse. Nice addition of the bee on the end of womb. Most people don't do that. Continue. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's there. It's not a silent bee. Anyways. It kind of is. Shh. Talking about sharks. <laughs> Rar. <laughs> they don't make that noise. <laughs> Not like the shark from Flipper that roars at things. <laughs> uh, roaring sharks are my favorite movie thing ever. So dumb and beautiful. Anyways, you, you, why do you need the feel the need to add the navy to this shark? Granted, tiger sharks not the most dangerous shark in the ocean. There's other ones. There's like you know makos, gray whites, bull sharks, the most dangerous thing in the sea. But why the Navy? Why is the Navy here? Because we have to have technology gone wrong, Brantley. I mean, granted, in the first one, there's no excuse for the shark's murder spree. But sometimes those just happen in nature. They just got hungry. Like just a mean shark. Like that uh, one panther in India that would just eat people. He would go into people's tents and, dra- and like kill them in the tent and drag them out without waking anybody else up in the tent. Is that the uh, Ghost in the Darkness panther? No, that, no, those are the two lions that would do that. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't seen the movie, so... One of them, those, that's a real event, but one of them was an old lion, so okay. he couldn't, his teeth had started falling out, so it was just easier to attack us because we have, like, very little natural defenses. Right, right. And the other one was, like, its brother. He's like, okay, I guess we're eating people now. Well, that is it, Brantley. That's all we have for we this We ended week. on Jaws. On Too Weird Didn't Watch. Jaws, no! The Navy was not in Jaws. And there in was a the Navy. Park. <laughs> I think this, Sorry, I just pictured a shark, shark singing that song, like, and it's great. I was thinking they had like enlisted him. In like the Navy. Another, he had to go through boot camp. 
Which is really hard because he's a shark and he can't. The, the push-ups were bad. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> his little I picture him like the part where he had to run through the tires and he's just like flopping on the tires. Like, this is animal cruelty. Why are you doing this? <laughs> is that all you've got, maggot? Kinda. Ain't got legs, sir. I don't need your excuses. Sorry, sir. Back in Kansas, we called you a guppy. I've never been to Kansas. There's no water. <sighs> That's it, guys. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you like the show, tell a friend. Uh. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash 2 watch, And we'll see you guys next week with some more stuff. Bye, guys. Bye.